Attention bobsled riders, you'll soon be embarking on a thrilling podcast down the icy slopes of the Matterhorn, so please remain seated keeping your hands, arms, feet and legs inside the bobsled at all times. Op Wiedersehen! Well, welcome back, you fellow yodlers. Yodels! This is the Matterhorn Yodlers podcast. I am here with Peter and... Jackie! And I am Japheth. And here we are getting on Japheth's magical nostalgia train. All aboard! As our destination takes us to the great TGIF TV show, Boy Meets World. When a boy meets world. So we're going to go and talk about the episodes that stuck out. Since Disney Plus has come out and has filled our life with non-stop streaming of Disney favorites and not-so-favorites, all of us have periodically picked up the show and watched a chunk of it, and I push for us to discuss our favorite shows because it only takes one quote to get the ball rolling on this. Totally. There's... Yeah. Boy Meets World has tons of, like, one-liners, like, it we were, I was going through like the list of episodes, and when I would just just read the headline of the brief description of what each episode was, I can think of a quote almost in every single every episode that just like was very well written and very funny. Well, Boys and Girls was such a staple in our house growing up. Even like during summer breaks, they would always have reruns on like, like, Easy Family. Yeah, on uh, it was ABC Family. Yep, and so we would always watch the reruns, all the reruns, every single time. Even though we had seen it fifty thousand times, we would still sit there and watch it. And most of the series still holds up pretty well. I say so. Um, it was going through it now. Like twenty years later, or twenty-five years Probably later. Twenty-five years later. Yeah. There are some aspects like you grow as an adult and you acquire different tastes. And so, um, what I thought I was die-hard, like it's all true. As I watched it, I noticed a trend with it where it was it peaks and then it goes down. It does. There's definitely a peak, which I think we'll probably talk about in this episode. I think so. And so the way we're going to structure this episode is we're going to go like season by season. So there was seven seasons and I would spin have off to series. Say, and a spin-off series yes. that greatly influences that that series called Girl Meets World about Corey's Corey and Topanga's children. Children and how the oldest daughter, how she's meeting the world. And mm -hmm. it's structured very similarly. But we are going to focus on this show. And we're going to go season by season. We're going to give um, thoughts on the season, characters, and also um, highlight episodes that were like, this was good. And I'm kind of curious which episodes stuck out with one another. So we're going to start off with, of course, season one. So... Well, let me first go into what the show is about. The show is about Corey Matthew, who is a boy growing up, and he is experiencing life. And that's what the show is about. And his interactions with his friends and other people around him, growing up as a early teen to an adult in college. And so with that, 
There are characters around him, his parents, Mr. Feeney, his neighbor, teacher, professor, stalker, you, you yep. can say it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think it's like, you know, Mr. Feeney, the, the, the neighbor who's constant neighbor slash principal and teacher yes, and principal. professor, professor. Uh, throughout mm-hmm. the entire series. Like, there's just a line at the, I think, the very last episode of the series where it's all like, tell us where your favorites. And he's I can never do that. And it's like, well, you haven't spoken to another student in the last <laughs> ten years. <laughs> so that, I mean, then, so that's what the story is about. And it's just about Corey's journey. And so the story is a, supposed to be about Corey. And so we'll start with season one. Corey is in the sixth grade. And that's where the show takes off. He's got a brother, Eric, a sister named Morgan, Mm -hmm. um, mom and dad, Mm -hmm. Alan and, or Alan Alan and and Amy. Amy, yes. And then the neighbor, Mr. Feeney, and Corey's best friend, Sean Hunter. Sean Hunter. Mm -hmm. And then you have two side characters. Minkus. Minkus. Meant to be temporary. Temporary. Minkus was temporary? Yep, they were both, both these characters were meant to only be like one-offs. Interesting. And then you have Topanga. Mm-hmm. And so, it, this sets the foundation for the series. And so, um, Peter, we're going to go off with some of the episodes that you thought were good in season one. Okay. Did you like it, season one? Surprise! Like as I was going through the list of episodes, like at first I was thinking it's like probably not. I wasn't gonna, but then I started listening. I'm like, oh, I actually have quite a few. Um, some of the ones I thought were important. Uh, probably one of the most memorable ones for me was the episode two, where uh, the the squirt gun war. Ooh, oh, yes. the super soakers. The super soakers and Koi wants super so a big super soaker for the big water war. And um, Corey's dad's like, well, you got to earn it. And so he, uh, he does a job for his neighbor, Mr. Feeney, who's also his teacher, to uh, paint his uh, his blinds. Uh, the, yeah, his the shutters. shutters. His shutters. We don't have those here. So no. like, what are those things? <laughs> and, uh, and then he, he rushes through the job and uh, ends up spray painting uh, a fence post and so Mr. Feeney's all like, well, you're going to have to paint my fence because you now, you know, you've messed up my, my fence now yeah. while painting my shutters. And so uh, in the end, you know, the dad uh, does him a solid and paints it for him. And, and he does get to go do the water war with the big gun. But then Corey makes a, a good decision and and uh, trades, uh, he splits his profits and Gives his dad a gun. Yeah, because he sells the one. He sells one the big gun so he can get two smaller ones so his dad could have fun as well. Oh, that's the one where, like, oh, yeah. Morgan's all calls the police. Yes. All like, my mommy's shooting my daddy. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. You hear Mr. Uh, Feeney like, not my assailant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Um, I like... What did you like? Corey's Bad Hair Day. Oh. Episode 4. Oh, yes. It's the Alternate Friends one? Ultimate, yes. Episode 4, I have it as. Yes, it's episode 4 where Corey is trying to release his he's curls. Got, he's got Velcro hair. hair. Yeah. Velcro hair. Yes, yeah. he's got Velcro hair. And so he does lots of things and it's also famous for 
Sean Hunter's infamous missing sister who the you Stacey. never knew. Stacy. Stacy. Where did Stacy go? Yeah. <laughs> you, you find out that Sean has lots of Sean, siblings. Sean has a sister that you never hear about ever, ever again. Yeah. All you hear is the phone call. <laughs> Stacy says this. Stacey, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, I always wondered that. But you're going with... But that also ends... With a very important scene. Very important scene. To the whole series. Topanga kisses Oh, yes. yes. That's huge. That was their first kiss. I love the reference. We're like, what are you supposed to be, Don King? And like, I was like, nobody knows those references. Nobody like, knows Don, Don King. Don King. Even, is he even alive anymore? I don't even think so. <laughs> for people don't know Don King, he was a promoter for Mike Tyson and other like famous boxers. His trademark was his hair, you know, poofed out like Corey during that episode. And so it was it was fun. Um, are there any other episodes? I didn't have any episodes that were like that stuck out. I, I enjoyed uh, it, but I wasn't fugitive. like... The Fugitive. What's the The mailbox? Oh, yes. The Cherry Bomb. The Cherry Bomb. So Sean Hunter blows up a mailbox. Yeah, by the the by the store. The, the, the grocery store. The grocery store that Alan, Corey's dad, works at. Mm-hmm. And so that ends with Sean thinking he can't go back home and he's got to face the consequences. And so we had a good message. That's where, uh, is that the one where Mr. Feeney catches him in class? And, like, that's where he was hiding out, and he has the canvas as, the, like, the analogy that it, they got to, like, rip it, you know, oh, to hold it all together. Yes. Yeah, I, I can remember. I liked Mr. Feeney that season. He was, it he was a good home. character. He was a good character. Um, very stern. I like when Corey switches spots. That was, that was on, teacher. that made my list. That's on your that list. made my list, the episode where... Uh, Mr. Feeney and Corey make a bet because, like, Corey's all like, I can be a better teacher uh, than you. And so Mr. Feeney's like, well, if you get more kids to pass the test, then, you know, I forgot what the, the end result was. But, like, they made a bet. Uh, it was even. So we got to keep his, his, it was even where, like, no more, no less. Yeah. And so they just called it a draw. Yep. But Sean had a better outcome mm -hmm. as a result. I think the book they had to read was Anne Frank, right? I don't remember. I didn't, okay. I didn't watch it. I just read the description of the episode. I go, oh, yeah, I remember that. It was a good one. So did you have any other episodes that season? So no. we have the characters. I liked Eric. He was the cool brother. Oh, he was, he was, yes. He was grounded. He was girl crazy. And he, he was that, like, typical, normal teenager, teenager. Yes. boy. Obsessed with girls. Yeah. That Corey didn't understand because he didn't get to go to a baseball game with his brother. Oh, yes. Because yes. he is... Yes. Because he found a date and he wanted to take a girl to the baseball game and not his younger brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one didn't make my list. It was just fun. And that's the things you go through and you're like, oh, that's what that episode's about. It's amazing where all these episodes can trigger in your brain and you can get something from it. All right. So we're done with season one, it sounds like. We're going to move on to season two. What do we got? Season two, my thought, best season. Best season. Best season. Corey moves on to middle school, seventh grade. Yes. Well, there it's high school. 
Well, okay, yeah, he's in high school. He does, like, 7th, 8th, and then they skip, like, freshman, <laughs> sophomore, and then they're juniors and seniors. It's right. the most weird, like, yes. job ever. Yeah. I remember watching as a kid, I was like, what? They're juniors now? <laughs> yep, because they were growing too fast for the show. Yes. Um, I love season two because it introduces Harley. Harley Kiner, the... The bully. The bully of John Adams But High. he was, like, not, like... He was no typical bully. He was just a cool bully, like that fifties, like. He he definitely inspired. fit the stereotype of like a fifties like grease greaser yes, greaser, greaser. Uh, sort of. Uh, He's got lackeys. He's got yeah. Frankie and Frankie Stacchino and uh, Joey the Rat. Joey the Rat. <laughs> yes. yes. And so. Uh, yeah, I, I remember uh, he's a good character. He creates enough chaos in the season for Corey to, like, he has to maneuver that aspect of this floating, like, bad guy. And somehow it works out. Um, one of my favorite episodes on that, and I didn't write it down, but I um, I think we agreed on it, was the uh, Sister Teresa. Yes, episode 10. Where Corey... Doesn't realize it, but he's going out on a date with Harley Kiner's sister, mm -hmm. and all chaos ensues. And my favorite scene was Harley's sister is showing his affection by spray painting a heart on the lockers in high school. Um, TC like CM yes. plus CM, and there's a big heart, and everyone's looking at it, and they're like, "What's going on?" And then they clear out. Mr. Feeney's like. Hmm, Mr. Matthews, can you explain this to me? And he's like, whoever this TC girl really likes corn muffins. And I love that. Every time I see corn muffins or hear corn muffins, I go straight to that episode of thinking about that. So that was that was a big one for me. What, which one did you have, Peter? Um, one I had, I've got a few here. Um, I really liked, in terms of like importance to the story... I felt career day was a very Ooh, important yeah. one uh, where... Um, I've got a coupon. That's right. <laughs> so it's like career day at the school and Corey's dad, he's a grocer. He's, he's like a manager. manager at a grocery store. And, uh, you know, uh, he, he's he got some, you know... It's, it's not the most fascinating it's of jobs. It's not a Gucci job. It's not. And then uh, Sean's dad... Um, goes up there. Chet. Chet. Chet Hunter. Chet Hunter. He goes up there and basically makes up stuff and looks really cool. And Sean knows he's lying. While he's a good showman. He's a very good showman. And then in the end, you, you just, like, you get that appreciation of, like, um, you know, Al, the, the journey that Alan goes through because, like, he feels down about, like, his job not being that exciting or great that his kids are like excited for but it has that lesson of like he works hard like he does hard work he's important and uh you know he's a good man and chet does recognize that yes. too and he tells him like you feed america you put food on people's plates mm -hmm. and like that's important and i was like wow that's really cool and like that i kind of like yes the show's about Corey, but it, it brings in the other characters and gives them more depth instead of having them being complete satellites around the, the characters. Correct. So I thought that was, I think that's a great episode too. 
I'm going to say that a lot this this podcast <laughs> because I like probably 90% of the episodes. Well, as I was going through the list, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go and pick out the best ones out of all the series. <laughs> and I narrowed down all of the seasons down to 60 episodes. <laughs> so that okay. shows you about how much of this show that I enjoy. So... I think there was a hundred and like fifty episodes or so. something like that. Jackie, what what do you got? Um, I've got you know, episode five, the uninvited, where Corey realizes he's a nerd. Yes, it's a geek party. So they're like, yeah, give us the the backstory on that one, because there's more to it. Okay. I, for what I remember, the episode is that Corey is feeling insecure. He doesn't feel cool. Sean's got the great hair. He's a popular kid. Very popular. He's the He floats around and he does well, but he's loyal to Corey. That's the message of the story. He's always going to be loyal to Corey. But Corey feels so insecure that he's not cool. And then the pop, most popular girl starts passing out invitations. that everyone wanted. And she, you show her reject be like, nope, not you. And then Corey ends up with it, but not Sean. And, like, Corey recognizes that Sean's cool, and then he's like, what's going on? Like, are you not cool anymore? Am I cool? And Sean was all like, why does it matter? Exactly. And that's what a cool kid would say. Yeah. And so you see that, and you're like, oh. And then in the end, you find out that the party was a geek party. Because the mom went through the list, and Corey was selected because he was safe. And that's pretty much the... The, the description of Corey by everybody throughout the season, like, he's safe, you know. Which I think leads into another episode. Which one? Danger Bay. Oh, oh yes. yes. Is it Danger Bay? No, yes. Danger Boy. Danger Sorry. Boy. Sorry, I can't read my own name. Danger Boy. <laughs> Danger Boy. I love that. Where That's on my list, too. Mr. Feeney and Corey... Uh, ride it, they ride the roller coaster at the end. Because they, they have a stigma that they, they've been stereotyped yes, into certain roles and that they, they take the easy route or whatever. Like Mr. Feeney Mr. was supposed to be the, oh, you're going to be the chess lead. Oh, oh, the yeah, chess. Oh, yeah, there were like a signing clubs and they're like, and chess club? Well, that'll be Mr. Feeney. He goes, well, what if I wanted to be on the ski trip or I wanted to do like. Okay. And yeah, Mr. So, Turner's like, well, you can have my spot. And he's like, no, no. Like, why Why can't I, you know, why was I selected? So he didn't like that he was being typecasted into a club. And I think Corey had, similar had a thing. similar thing. Yes. Yeah, it was just safe. And he's like, I'm not safe. Oh, that was the episode where Eric was going to do a double date. And he selected Sean oh, over Corey. Corey. That's what it was, yeah. And it's like, well, he's, you know... He's more exciting than you, Corey. And he's like, I'm not exciting. And he's like, no. And, and so, at the end, you have, like Jackie said, you have Corey and Mr. Feeney going to ride this roller coaster where they have to sign death waivers. Yes. And they're the first to ride, and the news is there to report it. Corey, not Corey, um, Eric... And Mr. Turner, Mr. Turner, Turner um, is a teacher. He's a teacher that kind of fills in the Mr. Feeney role. So as Mr. Miss... Feeney goes, he becomes the principal of the high school. So that Mr. So 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 it's not that Mr. Feeney's their teacher for every single class yes, in high school. Stops them <laughs> yes. forever. No. Um, so they ride the ride, and you see them come back, and they switch seats. 
and like they tell their horror stories. Yeah. Like, Corey's choking Mr. Feeney. He's like, get the boy off me. And, and so it's just a fun episode. Um, one of my favorite episodes of the series is the Thrilla in Villa. And that's the one where Corey, it's the end of the year, and Corey's supposed to find his identity. Of like, who is he? And he's the perfect weight class for a wrestling oh, yes. spot. And so he didn't have to wrestle anyone because there was no one to wrestle. And at this point, Harley Kiner has left the show. He's gone to reform school. And there's a new bully in town, Griff. Yes. And he's got his lackeys. Which, oh, what's his... He's on Parts and Rec. Yes, he's, um, oh man. He's in a... a He's in a bunch of of stuff. I just forget the actor's name, but yeah. He's the cool, he's not like a a greaser, he's more of a laid back, kind of, you would think as a con artist, the the person that can like... Yes. He can talk himself out of things. He can talk himself out of anything and he can get anything. He's got connections. Yeah. He's that type of person. Um, And as a result, you have... um, what is it? You have um, the rat. Joey the rat. Joey the rat. He's yeah. going to wrestle for the spot because he's trying to find his identity. And as a result, um, is it Griff? Is that his name? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm thinking of Back to the Future with Biff right. and Griff. And I was like, oh no, did I just fix that up? <laughs> The new bully. The new bully. We'll go with that. And so they, there's this large event that comes from this match. Oh, yes. That they have a, like, Corey wrestles Joey, and he beats him in a, you know, typical wrestling match. And then Joey's not happy with it, and he wants a dirty match. Like, no bar holds, like, anything goes. And they agree to do it after hours at the gym. And it turns into this spectacular where you have... Robert Goulet. Robert Goulet. <laughs> and like Yasmin Belief, who was on like Baywatch back in the day, and she's there with the new bully, Griff. Why well, believe it's Griff? I can't remember his name. And it becomes this whole spectacular, you know, like you have Joey's dad, who's the. Um, Vader. Vader. Well, it's not Joey. That's. Not uh, Joey. Um, Frankie. Frankie's Frankie's the Kino's dad on there. And it becomes this like WWE. Or WWF back then. then, And it becomes into one of those matches where, you know, people are tapping in and, like, Corey taps Eric and he's got to face Frankie, pokes him in the eye, and then Vader comes in and, like, starts throwing Eric around. So it was fun to see, like, Eric develops a personality, too, throughout the season. Yes. Um, He's no longer, he's like, he becomes, his intelligence starts to slip. Yes. He, his, his role as, like, the a, a relatively typical, like, typical, typical normal teenager. teenager boy. He's definitely starting to come off more. Uh, he's not the sharpest tool in the shed. Yes. Well, I think he comes to that moment of like, oh, I have to grow up, and like. Yeah. Later on. Yes. But that doesn't mean he becomes <laughs> smarter as no, a character. No, It only goes downhill for Eric, unfortunately. And I, I feel like there was an episode where. Something happened to his brain, and it just never recovered, and it just keeps getting worse. There isn't one. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, they okay. kind of like, like, I know they talked about there was an episode where he does a sleep study, and like... Oh, I love that one. And uh, the no study, he has no brain activity when he sleeps. <laughs> and then like, the mouse has like, like fears Oh, he has and fears and, and dreams and hope. And, and Eric goes, oh, that poor little guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so do we have anything else for season two? 
I think we're good on that one. Yeah. We can move on. And there are lots of episodes, but we don't we don't, we don't necessarily have the time to go through all the ones we're talking about. Season three. What do you guys have? I don't have anything for season three. It was a, that was a rough one. There wasn't uh, much episode there. one. Best friends girl when Corey Matthew and yes. Topanga get okay. together. Where Sean asks Topanga out on a date. Quint, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. That was that the, the big setup for uh, Corey and Topanga's best friends trying to set up the. According to Panga relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was good. Uh, that's kind of the main start of their relationship, other than the kiss. That was when they started dating. Yes. And then I also enjoyed Happiest Show on Earth. Which, of course, is the uh, Disney World episode where the the week of TGIF, where they had, like, step-by-step. Step, yep. And then Roseanne mm-hmm. was there yep. for that week. Um, Family Matters. Family Matters there because Urkel was doing his uh, competition yep. to show his Stefan transformation device. I think that ha- I think that wasn't on the same day. I think that happened later. Okay. Because yeah, I think that you think so? Later. Yeah. Um, so they do have a they did a crossover promo for the show. Oh no, Full House was there. Full House was Full House did that on its own. Before did they do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Way so, before. Okay. Basically, it's Boys Me World and... Uh, at Disney World. At Disney World. And they're at Epcot. For the most part. Yeah, for the most part. They had to do the uh, traditional ride on Splash Mountain gag that I think all of the shows did. You have to raise Splash Mountain, um, hold a sign, and yeah. take a picture. Yeah. So the premise of the episode is Corey and Pig are not together, but Corey wants to pay a back. And so he goes down to Florida to try to win her heart. Because there's the, the smoocher, competition, the competition, yeah. Joey whatever smoocher, you know, yeah. he's known for his kissing. And he knows, like, it's so romantic in, like, Disney World, and he's going to lose her, <laughs> and this was his chance. Because the episode he was going to, like, hey, we need to be together, and she goes off. And so somehow Sean gets Corey down to Orlando, and basically Corey's chasing Topanga, but... Unfortunately, Corey was dating a girl who's also on the same trip before, and she still thinks that Corey's in love with her, but really, Corey's not, and so there's all these awkward bump-ins, and Topanga's confused, and like, you're just a playboy, you know, you're, you know, you have all these girls. (laughs) But that was one thing about the series, you just saw, like, that's not believable. Yeah. (laughs) Corey is not a playboy. I just always remember seeing the scene as a kid of like when Corey and Sean wake up on Splash Mountain. Yeah, because that's I where always, they slept. And I always thought, like, how cool would it be to sleep in Disney World? Uh, Not at all. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they spray their bleach water all over the place. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, and there's the magical kiss at the end where they're at the fountains. The Fountain of Nations. Fountain of Nations at Epcot, and that's where they kiss, and they're back together until they are not back together. Um, Yes, I think that was a a good ending for the the show. The season. Oh, and that's where Eric graduates, too. Yes. And they begin a road trip, brother, um, a brother-brother, where Corey and Eric go on a road trip to really solidify... Across the nation. Across the nation as Eric looks for universities that will accept him and his his wealth of intelligence that he has to offer. Not so much. No. And that leads into season four, which I think is the best season for me. I think it peaks there for me. That, that it's definitely between 
four and five, like you can tell that that's the peak of I feel the whole series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I think it peaks there because at that point, Corey and Sean and Topanga are magically juniors. No longer eighth graders; <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, juniors, yeah. and they begin. Um, well, I think season three they were like freshmen. Mm-hmm. They're eighth grade. Eighth grade? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I liked season one, I liked the season four, episode one, where you can't go home, where Eric is afraid to go home because he's not been accepted anywhere, and he finds a small town, and he believes there is people, and it's the, the world's largest yogurt cup. That's right. The parade of sprinkles, I love that. Why do you guys have goggles? And this plane flies over and drops sprinkles on the crowd, and Corey's looking up, and <laughs> sprinkles fall on his eyes, and I love that. Is or, great? why aren't you wearing pants? <laughs> or the, what was it, the, um... Comfort Pie. Yes. A Pagoda. Yeah. Like, that's not A Pagoda. Is that A Pagoda? No, that's not A Pagoda. That's another guy. Okay. I'm all off. <laughs> I liked episode two, where it was like... Classic. Here today, gone tomorrow, where Topanga cuts her hair to prove uh, Corey. Yeah. It's like, it's not about your, you know, what you, you know, your hair is, or what you look like, and that's when Topanga realizes, oh, it does matter. And that's kind of when Topanga's, like, character from, like, back in, like, from season one. That's when she transferred. That's when she, she changed. She went she from, changed. like, cute to, like, meow. Like, she was hot <laughs> at that point. I remember going, like, wow, a haircut can really make a difference. <laughs> she went from, like, the crazy kooky girl that's smart to, like, oh, She's the smart hot girl now. So, yes, that was a great episode because Corey learned a good lesson. And so did Topanga. Yes. Yes. I would say... Oh, next episode. I know, right? Like, it's only like one, two, it's three, like, yeah, five, like three. Like, I'm just Shallow all boy. Oh, episode five. No, no, that's five. That's five? That's, that's five. five. Oh, boy. Three is when, he, when the dad quits the grocery store. Oh, yes. It is a good episode. Important to the storyline. Dad quits the grocery store, and he uh, he uh, uh, Amy buys the uh, an outdoor shop. And yes, because Ellen made a life altering without decision without consulting his wife, and we were all married, and we all know, yeah, that's that was <laughs> you screwed up, bro. Yeah, it's a big no no. And so Amy goes, "You owe me one, you know, decision that changes this whole family," and she did. She bought. A outdoor store for Alan because he likes being outdoors, and it was a passion of his. And I thought it was great. Yep, yeah, it was a good episode, which then leads into episode Shallow five. Boy. Shallow Boy. Oh man! So there is a um, folk singer that plants herself in front of the store and is singing, and she is scaring away the customers. And Alan tells Eric, which Eric is working for Alan because he doesn't he's not going to school and he needs something to do. So he's working there and this girl's singing and Eric is shallow and takes her out and gives her attention and he soon realizes she doesn't have much depth herself. She just folk songs, everything's happy and then you know Eric breaks her heart. And, and Chubby's, the, the restaurant. The, 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 the very important restaurant for like season the first two to five, five episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five seasons? Season two to five. There's the go to hangout place. Um, 
and she is experiencing disappointment for the first time and she creates the song Shallow and she sings this song and she's got an uncle who owns a record company and they produced this record within a day yes. and she's on the radio and super popular and Eric is has to hide and he's ashamed, and he's fortunate that this is pre like social media because oh yeah, it would have wrecked. Every, it would have destroyed. Like he would be shamed forever as being the shallow boy. Yep. And in the end, um, Eric confronts her because she wanted more ammunition because she needed more angst. She was out of she was out of uh, ammunition. material. Yes. To make more music, and so she she meets up with him, try to get more, but then Eric turns the tides and. Makes her think about her favorite song from Annie, Tomorrow, Tomorrow, and... It changes her. It changes her back to her happy, perky self, which then ends her career. Yes. And Eric's all like, yeah. I love how the end, he's like, yes. listen to the radio, I was like, this trick's toast. <laughs> and he's so like, like I like that. That's probably one of my top five episodes. There was one episode I think we forgot to mention was uh, Good Looking Guy, or... Um, I don't remember what episode that was. was. I think it was I, I don't think the episode three. was very good. It was a funny part of the episode, but I don't think the episode itself was very good because it was only like the sub. But sing the, the song. It's just um, when a crime breaks out, all the cute girls shout, "It's a good-looking guy." Uh, when there's a crime out there, he's got to comb his hair because he's a. Good looking guy. Oh yes. Yeah. It was yeah. so good. And, and it's basically Eric doesn't have a job and Alan eventually kicks him out, but he has this dream as he's sitting on the couch eating his chocolate cocoa puffs. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he's like, All these rich all these old guys are solving crimes. Why isn't there a good looking guy? And that's where he comes up with a good looking guy a crime show, T V yes. show yes. that he thinks that he's on, but uh, it was just a dream. It was just a dream, and so it ends the episode with yeah. yes. Eric doing like a promo to his TV show, and it's hilarious. Yeah, like I said, I can't even remember the name of the episode, but I remember like, oh, it's the good-looking guy episode. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, yes. so jumping back, uh, I think a very important episode was episode 15, Chick Like Me. Great. That's oh, on my list. Yes. Chick Like Me. So, like, they want to... They, you know, like Topanga tells him how hard it is to be a girl. And so Corey, he wants to write a piece for the newspaper um, to, to to live a life like uh, like a girl. Yeah, and the, like it's a perspective piece. It's a perspective piece. And so he tries dressing up like a girl, and he's just not pulling it off. And, uh, and uh, Sean is like kind of teaching him how to do the mannerism as a girl. And uh, eventually, Topanga and Corey are all like, you know what? Sean's going to be Because Corey girl. was a clunky girl. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> yes. But uh, Sean, Sean was Sean a pulled petite, it off. He pulled off a very good, petite girl. And he, he attracts the attention of the slimo, like, athlete of the school. Yes. And teaches him a lesson. Which, they take that same storyline and apply it, to Eric and Jack yes. in season seven. Yes, they did. And so it's like, oh, I like that episode. And then it's probably, it made my list on the second one. So, that's what you do when you're at the end, I guess. That season also has Topanga moving to Pittsburgh. 
But then they get back together. Yes, the whole back and forth between Corey mm-hmm. and Topanga. And then there was the episode where Sean joins a cult. I forgot that was a thing back in the late 90s with, like, beware of cults. Yeah. Yeah, because... Well, that was, that was the last episode of Mr. Turner. Because he gets in a motorcycle yes. accident, and you just never see him again. <laughs> but he's not dead. He's not dead. No. He, he shows up in Girl Meets World. He does. I, I skipped ahead. When he said that, I was like, oh, let me go back. And yeah, he's, he's like the superintendent of schools in New York or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Boy, yes. He bumped up in there. One I'll just throw in real quick is when Sean makes Mr. Feeney's house an Airbnb. Or yep. not an Airbnb. Oh, like the a, bed and breakfast. The bed and breakfast. Yep. Just love it. Just fun. That because that's the only time you go into Mr. Feeney's house. That's true, and he has a very, like, sophisticated, very warm... nice house. Yes. With, like, wood paneling, and it's just... It's what you would think Mr. Feeney's house would look like. Which is... I think it's funny because, like, Mr. Feeney gets married mm-hmm. in season seven. Six? Six. Six. Yeah, he gets married in season six. And I'm like, why does he get married in... His house and not why, why, the Matthews. Matthews. They didn't want to make another set again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's the truth of that. Um, was the Christmas episode that one with no, the panga? that was No. Later. That's season five. That's season five, and that's on my list. It A did. very Topanga Christmas. Okay, let's move on to season five. Yes, the very that one I have an issue with because they bring up the Christmas tree. So there there are many inconsistencies when you're big Boy Meets World fans like yes. we are. There are like the Sean sister uh, incident. There's this Christmas tree because like early on in season one, one. Of the, yeah, like a season one Christmas tree. We have our live tree. We always yeah. get a live tree. And then in this season, they have this fake tree that they're like. We always have the fake tree. And then Topanga makes them get a real tree. Yeah. She takes hijacks their Christmas. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she makes it their own. Like, oh, let's do this. And, like, they went all the way to Vermont to get, like, syrup. And Eric's just got this resentment of just, like, I hate Topanga. She's ruining Christmas. It's your fault, Corey. I think it's also a very funny story because it's also relatable for any newlywed, like, couple. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out your own traditions because you're... You, each have your own traditions that you uh, you have in your mind of what you want to do, but then you, the other one's like, "What? Well, that's not what I want to do." Yes. Me, and my wife, we kind of dealt with that with Christmas because, like, we do Christmas differently. Like her, her family was kind of like, we just do everything at once. We just open and just go, go, go. Whereas our family, we always took our time. One present. At a time. We savor every and make, hair wrapping. We, we make gift opening last till like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Like. Yes. <laughs> yes, very much so. I've broken up with girls because their Christmas traditions were inconsistent with my own. Oh, really? Not really. No. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wow. That's not true. true. But, it, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. I, I'm very fortunate that I married Tess who has the same traditions. And so, but it does bring up the point. There are inconsistencies of like when you're with someone where it comes to like, well, not because you just have tradition clashing. Yes. And that's something you have to, like, talk through and concede. Um, I, we had issues with decorating, and I, I told Tess, I was like, you know what? You can have 99% of Christmas if I can have black Santa. Santa Claus will be black in my house, <laughs> and then everything else you can decorate. The tree is what? But I want my children to know that Santa Claus is black. 
there's no like reason why I just think it's just I just think it just bucks the norm. It's just completely different and I'm just like but Tessa's like we I guess we we just never discussed it after that. But I always threw that ultimatum out to her and it was always this joke of just like, well, you know, like you can have all Christmas. You won't like I won't do anything with the decorating and it just we have kids, and you just, like, forget about it. Yep, it's a girly relationship, like, pretty kind much. of, like, yep. ultimatum. I think another important episode was the Halloween episode. Yep. It was, a, it was a fun episode. Was I was fun. And then there was Sean, where they're trapped in the school. Oh, the Witches of Pembroke. No. No. That's season five, right? Well, no, that's not what she's talking about. No, no that's the Halloween episode. No. She's talking about... Um, episode 17. Oh. Yeah. I always thought it was the Halloween episode. It's not. It is. Oh, oh it's, it's not? I thought no. it was. It's the Witches of Pembroke, where they had the girl oh, from yeah. um, Full House. House there. Yeah. Yeah. But this is like a classic Boys Me World episode, where they're stuck in the high school, and people are getting mm. murdered. Classic episode? I don't. I don't remember that happening in the past. Well, but, uh, I would say like they killed Kenny. <laughs> I would say this is probably the most memorable. We'll always remember Kenny was this tall. <laughs> because the pencil goes through yes. his head. Yeah, and he went down. Yeah. That was the lines were great. Like somehow Eric and Jack. This is season five when they introduced Sean's other brother, half brother, yes. Jack. Who's played with by the the Lawrence one of the Lawrence brothers? Yes, you may know child. him from. He was the son of Mrs. Doubtfire's children. Yes, he was. He mm -hmm. was in that movie. In that movie, he plays Jack in Boy Meets World, and so he becomes best friends with Eric. They're roommates, and somehow I thought it was funny in that episode that they're just like, "Oh, we're drawing hoops at the school." It's like there's not a basketball court at the university, okay. right? We're just at the high school. At the yeah. high school playing hoops. And then Jennifer Love Hewitt, who was famous at the time for her um, appearance in Scream. Scream, I think. Or no, I know what you did last summer. Oh yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it was. And that was the rage during that time period for like the teen slasher thrillers. Yeah. And at the time. Eric Wilfredell was dating Jennifer Love Hewitt at the time. Oh. Fun fact right there. So that's probably why she was favorite to What is an ep I liked uh this is where Sean falls in love with Angela. Hearst girl. Yes. Hearst girl. That was a great episode. Eric Sean falls in love with a girl's purse and the personality behind it. And then eventually leads to Angela. Well, leads to another girl. But it wasn't her her stuff. It was, it was stuff. just that girl's purse, yes. not her stuff in the yes. purse. You're right. But then you find out it was Angela. So a very important episode for the whole series as a whole because that's when she kind of becomes a regular yes, member of the cast. Mhm. Mm yes, and, and she becomes like a, a rock for Sean. When it becomes to like who he loves, because his dad and um, yeah, and his dad and mom are really not characters on the show anymore. Yeah, you know they're they're there, but they're not an influence. So Jack and Angela become kind of his like family. Yep. Besides, Corey. yes, I would say probably the most important episodes would be the. Uh, the uh, the the ski trip. Oh, before that, 
you have First Girlfriends Club, where okay, you want Sean and Angela, where um, gonna have to celebrate their first Valentine's and all the ghosts of Sean's, Sean's past, past, all of his girlfriends, they they kidnap him and they put him on a trial, <laughs> and it's basically for him to realize what the pain they've, what he's caused them and. And they're jealous that he actually likes Angela and mm-hmm. more than he liked them. And so there's three of them. There's, it's a fun one. It, it brings you back some of those relationships and get a little more closure. And then you have Eskimo Kid before yeah, that. Eskimo. Where Mr. Feeney's being really hard on Sean and he tells him, you have to get Super Bowl tickets. You know, you, you've got to work hard. And, you know, in order to pass this class, you have to get those tickets. And Topanga can't help him, and Corey Corey has to help him, or he can't do it for him. I can't remember his part, but basically, Mr. Feeney comes down really hard. It was very uncharacteristic, Mr. Feeney, but he was trying to teach him a lesson. And Sean ends up on a billboard, you know, trying to win tickets to the win the Super tickets Bowl. to the Super Bowl, and he's got to face, or he's he's got to stay on this billboard. The last one who stands. With the competition, gets Super Bowl tickets. Well, his last competition is an Eskimo who's in town <laughs> visiting, and he's wearing shorts and eating an icicle. <laughs> or, I don't know, like a, what was it, a fudge bar or something like that? It was some sort of ice cream. It was some ice cream, and it's a blizzard. Like, it's freezing out there. I am warm, and you are cold. Hey! Yes, that was <laughs> what the Eskimo was singing, and I just love it for that bit. But overall, the message of... The episode was really good. Like, you're not who you are. You can life, change it. There's been an Eskimo. Mm-hmm. In his way, yes. And so I, that's probably uh, that's probably another top five for me. Just the message alone and just the Eskimo there. And we've got... Then we've got... Yes. The Heartbreak Corey yes. episode where they go on a ski trip. Corey hurts his angle, ankle getting off the bus so he can't go skiing with his friends. Senior trip. Yeah. Senior trip. And he meets the cabin girl. Who is the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Same actress. Oh, is it? Yes. Okay. And so... It's uh, also Hawkeye's wife in the Avenger movies. Is that really her? her. Okay. Uh, okay. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah. Uh, they have some conversations while Corey, uh, Corey's friends and Topanga, they go off skiing. He's stuck at the cabin with the cabin. It's a resort. Kind it's of a resort thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're at the lodge. Yes. And so they they kind of have really nice conversations and they stay up all night talking. Yes. And like most of the time, like there's a point in a relationship when you have that type of conversation. Like I had that yes. in my relationship. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife, we were at an Applebee's and we we talked. We started like. Nine o'clock, and we closed the place down at two right. o'clock, and then we left, you know? And that's when you're like, oh, this is something. This and is I think, something real. So as an adult, I watched that, I was like, oh, that's serious. Yes. The all-night conversation with a significant, or a potential significant other. And then she leaves him a note as they leave, and Topanga finds the note. Well, do we say that she kissed Corey? They kissed. They did kiss. And that's what the note was about. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then they kissed, and then there was a note, and Topanga finds out, which then that what causes a breakup 
that was that was serious. That was that was like that was a big one. That was a big one that kind of lasted most of the season. It finishes off the season pretty much. Yes, until they eventually get together, and then it's like prom. But uh, I would say a highlight episode would be Eric goes to Hollywood. (laughs) It's kind of a filler episode. It is a filler episode. There's no real significance to it, but it's heck of funny because we quote that often. Uh, so Eric is this like he gets picked up because he's performing Shakespeare really well, and he does a really good job. He wasn't even an actor; he was just doing a set and yeah. overheard, and he just can memorize things. So Eric has these sporadic moments of genius that yes. come out, and so he gets recruited to be part of this TV show, which looks exactly like Boy Meets World. <laughs> the actors all look the same, and the sets all look the same, and so like it's Eric kind of trying to figure out how to to act mm-hmm. um, in a scene with, like... Without being in Shakespeare mode. Yes. And then there was a classic line where the actor who looks like Corey but isn't Corey, he goes up to the writers who are a bunch of little kids, They're probably like, like eight. Th- yeah, like yes. eight to ten-year-olds. And, and he's like, you know what this script is? It's poopy. And one of the kids goes, it's not poopy. Yo, poopy. Oh, it's the best line. Call <laughs> yeah, someone think... poopy, and I'm just like, that little kid. <laughs> <laughs> the episode's like, it's like, eh, but that line just puts it over the top for we, me. We I'm... would constantly rewind that that one scene over and over and over again. Oh, it was great. Just that kid. I wonder where he's at. <laughs> okay, so we pretty much end the season with graduation. Graduation. Yes. And Topanga asks Corey to marry him, and that leads into season six, where they go get eloped. They, they try to elope because right. they're, everyone's fighting. They're about against with, them. Everyone's fighting whether or not they should or should not get married, um, and so they leave in all the commotion to try to go elope because they don't. They're going to do what they want to do, and they try. And Topanga see. She got cold feet and says, I don't want to do it like this. And so they come back unmarried, even though they come back and everyone thinks that they're married. And like, no, we didn't actually do it. Yeah. <laughs> but and then the rest of the season, uh, uh, season six, it just goes down. It, it does go down. I had no good episodes. I, I, didn't I had a few. I didn't have, wait. I, I say, if you're gonna skip a season, skip season six. You get season, you get episode four, where you get the fahihini. Yeah. I think an important episode would be Santa's Little Helpers, where Eric oh, it's a great becomes a Santa and helps, and he ends up becoming a big brother for oh, an orphan boy. I couldn't even watch that again because I always get emotional. <laughs> Later on, correct. Because yeah. which episode was that? Uh, was that in seven? That was six. But that's in six. I think. Because seven, they have to, like, Eric was going to adopt Tommy. I think it's Can well, I Help You Cheer You, an episode 18, yeah. where... Uh, Tommy, uh, there's a family that wants to adopt Tommy, the boy that Eric has okay. become little brother to, and Tommy doesn't want to go with them. He wants to go with Eric. Um, Eric says, yeah, I'm going to adopt him. Uh, but then Eric kind of grows as a person and realizes that Tommy's going to be better off in this family with his sister. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, although Tommy is mad at him, 
he still loves him. Yeah. And they bring it back in, in Girl Meets they World. They bring it back in Girl Meets World. Oh, and it was like up so bad. It was a big that. moment. Like I was just like, no way. Like mm-hmm. I was getting emotional watching that scene. Um, so it does bring it back around. If you watch Girl Meets World, there is an episode where they where where Eric is running for Senate. Yes. <laughs> Because he is the mayor of St. Upid Town. Or Stupid Town. Yes. <laughs> it's not Stupid Town. It's St. Upid. Okay. So when you get into Season 6 and Season 7, the episodes do dwindle down and what they provide. Um, Corey, I notice, kind of loses his mind like Eric. Yes. yes. So there must be something there like must there must be, be a lead there G. must be like lead pipes or something where at they're college. at. Yeah, and they're just <laughs> they're drinking from it and you know Sean goes smart, but then he has stupid moments with him, and it's just, yeah, you're just going through the adventures of Corey, and it just, it just doesn't become very good. And Eric, really, he becomes insane. He does. He goes yes. absolutely crazy. I actually like like the whole wedding. Yeah. Where? <laughs> well, that's the next season. Oh, we'll right. get to the wedding in mm-hmm. the next uh, I, I like Jack, Sean's brother. He he brought things. To the ground. He, he, yeah, he, he grounded things. He grounded things. Um, he was a good... Um, Counterbalance to Eric. Yes. It made Eric funnier. It did. Because if Eric was by himself, he'd just be like, you're no different than the person that I see screaming at the, sa- at the, at the ground, you know. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, yeah, so it was, they did a good job with that. They bring in Rachel, a new character. Yep. And... <laughs> She's she's just she's there. Yeah, she's okay. She's she, okay. She it's 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 to give uh, con- conflict um, between um, Jack, Jack Jack and, and Eric. Eric. Yeah, Eric. Yeah. Because she takes Eric. over Sean's old room as Sean moves in with Corey to be roommates for college. For college. Then, yeah. Um, I would say an important episode. Well, I think a good episode because I think it pulls it back to classic Boy Meets World, and that's Be Truth. When uh, Corey and um, Sean work together to try to get Mr. Feeney, his girlfriend, the Dean, all oh, together. Um, that was like, I felt like a classic Boy Meets World episode where it's just classic Eric and Sean shenanigans. Yes. And they get, and they, they, they bring it all together. Yeah, that so, was a good one. That's one I had to see. That was very number often. 19. Episode 19 of season 6. And then there's the psychotic dreams that, uh, the episode 21 I had, uh, Corey dreaming of killing Sean. Oh. Uh, but mm-hmm. that turns into, like, some sort of metaphor of him having to give, sacrifice his old life so that he can move forward with his new life yes. with Topanga as they get married. Yes. Um, also during this season, Sean's dad dies, and that plays an emotional toll on Sean as he goes up and down, trying to figure out his identity and his place. This is the overall arc of Sean, is dealing with his past, um, his unstable, unstable family situation, and just seeking acceptance in family. And you do get that with uh, the Matthews are a second family to him. And it's a good message of, like, your best friend's parents can be the parents that you always needed. Um, so I always thought that was um, the good story that came out of Sean um, dynamic. But oh, it was like every season there was always like a meltdown of Sean. Yep. 
wanting to go back to being, you know, his old ways or what he's supposed to be, you yes. know, the perception of like you think they do that. A trailer. They do those things in like all the seasons. So if they've got an ep- they've got a, a section where Sean's dealing with his past. A section we're according to Pangarn together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a cycle. There, there's definitely and a they cycle. They did that here where, like, the Pinga's parents are breaking up. They get They're a going divorce, through divorce. Right before their wedding, and then Topanga calls off the wedding. Completely. Right. It's like, my parents can't make it. No one can make it. Even us. And I was just like, that's stupid. <laughs> I just, oh my goodness. That's when I was like, this is dumb. And then season seven starts, and I'm just like, I don't like any of this. I just, it was painful. It was hard for me we'll to say. Season seven, I did like, uh... The build-up to the wedding. So like the episode yeah. before the wedding, and then the wedding episode. Those were both good episodes. You like those? Episode, I, I didn't care for There was the reunion. The yes. flash forward where the, you get... It's called... Um, the war. The the, there's It's a two-parter. The first one's the war, and then the second one's the peace. Yes. Uh, where uh, they have kind of like a prank war, and it gets... It goes too far to the point where it, it ruins the whole main group of friends on, point, on the show, where they all kind of go their own ways. Everyone's assessing their dynamic within this group, and like... Obviously, the 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 closest is Corey and Sean. Yes, that was the one mm-hmm. consistent. Uh, even Corey and Topanga, their relationship is is rocky. They're yes. seeing a, a therapist. Like there's always going to be Sean there. Yes, it's there. It's not us. And there's the ultimatum in any relationship. Yeah, it's never good. And it just and you go. To the future at Mr. Feeney's farewell. His retirement. His retirement. Which he looks exactly the same. <laughs> great. Yeah. Six years later. And everyone meets up and they're just not happy. Right. And you meet Plays with Squirrels, which is Eric. Eric in the future. He looks like Moses, but he has a lollipop tied to his beard. Yes. Um, and I love it. He married a moose. Yeah, he married a moose. <laughs> he married a moose. They don't see counseling, you know. <laughs> it, it, it has, it has, like one of my favorite lines with Jack, because like Jack sees Eric and he's just like, whatever, and he like tries to leave. Away. He just walks away and then like he leaves and then he comes back and he just like smashes his head on the window like, oh, why am I coming back? And he goes, what is this power you have over me? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, Eric doesn't know. He just lives life. And that's yes. what's great about Eric. He's just very genuine. And, yeah, that's where you see, uh, was a place with squirrels. I have a t-shirt. Yes, you do. I hate wearing that shirt now because people always are like, hey, what's up, place with squirrels? It's a reference one line in one show that's never brought up again in that show, and people are always all like, so what's up with Plays of Squirrels? And I have to explain this episode, and it's just lunacy. I have a similar shirt where like, I wear it, and people are like, is that what it is? It's like, no. Uh. Yeah, and you're just rolling your eyes. You're like, I love this shirt, but I hate this shirt. Yes. And yeah, it was only good when I went to the Disney convention, D23, and people were like, let's play me to shirt. I'm like, that's right. <laughs> it was the only time that it was cool to wear that shirt. I did like uh, when Corey painted the apartment yellow. Oh, yes. When he's, trust me. Well, I mean, I think that there was a lot of good episodes there that I actually reflect back on as, uh, more as, as now married, you know, that, that thought of like, because, like, there's that episode where, like, 
Corin Topanga are asking for help because they're struggling. And Corin Topanga's, I'm oh, no, sorry, Corey's parents are like, no. we can't help you. Right. You made this decision to be together. You need to figure this out on your own. And I've kind of like taken that as my own life advice of like, I can't depend on other people. I have to figure these things out on my own. Yeah. So I always it shows them growing was... as like you're no longer like children that are married. You're now adults. Yes. You have it's you it's... solve your own problems and they, they were given this dumpy apartment that they didn't want to live in and and was it married dorms, which I was like, Man, they look like a crack like yeah. house. Yeah, they look, look terrible. Good. <laughs> um and then we end up with Eric and Jack dressing up as women to get back at the college bully. <laughs> and it's just like chick like me. It's not the fun. It's like, it's the same episode. It is. And then the show ends with like a re- pretty much two episodes are reflecting on all the funny moments of the characters and their dynamics. Yeah. As Corey and Topanga move to New York so that Topanga coded law school at Yale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Columbia. One of the I forgot which one. Yeah, it's in Columbia. I, I think it, or NYU, NYU Law School. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. So she can do her internship as a so. prestigious lawyer, and so it's pretty much breaking up the band. You have Eric, Jack, and um, Rachel graduating. Jack and, uh, and Rachel join the Peace Corps. Yep. And Eric's just gonna go with. Corey. Corey and Topanga and Sean. And Sean, too, yeah. Sean went with them, too. So it really yeah. wasn't much of a breakup. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the original uh, crew stayed together. They yeah. All, yeah, the OGs. The other guy's like, you can go away. Angela had her goodbye earlier in the season. Yes. Yeah, she was going off with her dad to do, like, a farewell trip. Um, Sean was resistant towards it, but it yeah. was needed, like, because Sean lost his dad and realizes that you only have so much time with your your parents so make the most of it it was it was a good message like, and and you know and we we kind of like rip a little bit on the last couple seasons here and like it's not to say that they're not good seasons they are funny there's the, moments and lines that are funny but it there's not just story-wise and like like emotional connection there's just not much there but it's still a funny show like eric oh, yes. is absolutely hilarious there's that line we like to use, underpants. Underpants. <laughs> yes. Uh, episode where everyone thinks that Tabanga's pregnant, but she's like, no, I'm just gaining weight. Mm. Um, I love that line where it's all like, these pants don't fit me. Well, those are my pants. And like, she <laughs> she's just was so oh. shocked. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you're right. There's good messages in there, but I felt like the acting was just getting old. The style where it was just the overacting, I, I was. Just, well, it was getting to the point like, how far can you take this show now? I was so burned out. So burned out. I think that's what the issues the writers were running into is like, where can we take these characters? We've already kind of taken them to their limits. Yeah, um, they're they're married now. Like they're married, they're they're finishing up college. Some of them are finishing up college. It was a so. good time to stop, and I'm glad they did stop. So, um, fun fact about it, the writers didn't actually want Corey and Topanga to get married. Really? Yeah. They didn't want to get to that point of the story. Gotcha. They kind of wanted to push it off. Because usually when you have that closure, it's over. The story yes. is done. Um, overall, with the thoughts, was there something that bothered you? Did you... 
were you upset that there was... Which Morgan did you like? Which Morgan? <laughs> which which Morgan, Morgan did you like? I like the first Morgan. First Morgan was was cute. I, oh, I, yes. I think the other Morgan was just a little too sassy for me. She was. I like yes. how they brought her back. You know? Yeah, that was fun when she brought her back. And it's like, I've been grounded for three years. <laughs> three years. Because like, she was just wasn't on the show for yeah, years. She it was like on uh, Family Matters when there was a sister on the show. And, and then they, they wrote her off and they never mentioned her again. <laughs> and now just like, was what? it Trudy? Or it was somebody. So. It but was, yeah. They told her, I was like, I remember like three seasons after, they're like, where did that sister go? Like, completely <laughs> gone. gone. Yeah, they did that to Morgan. They're like, oh, let's bring her back. And then she didn't really... She was a one one. But they did bring her back in... Uh, they brought both of them back. They brought both of them back in, in Girl Meets World. As like they like played it off as like they were two separate people, but they were the same person. Like it was kind of weird. Yeah. It was weird, but it was definitely a throwback to for the fans mm-hmm. who who really knew there was a course. The uh, which I do have like a list of episodes that reference the Boy Meets World in the the spinoff series Girl Meets World. Um, so spin them off right here. We'll finish off with uh, that. Do we? Well, before that, Jack, do you have any thoughts on Boy Meets World that you were? That you wanted to share observations. I wait. I love the relationship of Alan and Amy. Yes, I thought they well, were great it's parents. Like the prime, like that's what you would like. That you imagine like, what you would want as your marriage. To they be would like. struggle. They would communicate. They showed and like how they taught the kids like to go through life. You're just like, man, that's awesome. It's like, one of the most believable couples I've seen on television. Yes. Without it getting like mean or nasty, it was mm-hmm. just like there was just firmness in the relationship. If there was something wrong with it, they would bring it up right there. I loved it, and that's what I appreciate watching it second go around or many other go rounds. Was just this was that was a great aspect of the show that was not really appreciated when I was younger. So, yeah, it was really good. Like uh, you know, Mister Feeney was definitely. I think, in my opinion, the thing that kept the show going. He was. Yes. He was the one consistent that didn't change. He was the same person throughout the entire series. He did get mean at the end of the season seven, where he kept calling Eric a moron. He did. I didn't care for that. I was like, "Ah, that's a little out of character. But I did like him when he danced. The (laughs) episodes where he was dancing. Oh, yes, the dancing episode. Yeah, that was fun. All right, so... Get into Girl Meets World. I made a list of some of the episodes where there are characters or references to other characters. Um, like the first episode, uh, just so you know, um, Corey is his... He's the new Feeny. He's the new Feeny. And there's actually a joke. And I didn't remember which episode Topanga's talking to uh, her daughter, Riley about um, their mentor, Mr. Feeney, and she goes, oh my gosh, I married Mr. Feeney. (laughs) 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 She has that realization, like, oh my gosh, what have I I done? Um, But there's an episode um, called 1961 where they kind of give a book report on their ancestors and they have a connection, and Riley plays her grandmother. I like that episode. And she... uh, you find out why she named her daughter Topanga. Yep. Uh, that was a really good one. Uh, there was Home for the Holidays. When Not her daughter. It was her grandmother. It was her grandmother? Okay. 61. Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay. 
And then there was home, the, the Christmas episode where... Maybe this is Mother. Cause I thought it was, I thought it was right. a Mother. I think you're right. Um, it was uh, the, the Christmas episode where Corey's parents uh, and Sean come and visit. And, like, mm-hmm. you see... You see classic Corey. Yeah. Um, when Sean shows up, he has that like, oh, Sean is coming. The giddiness. Yes, he's. You can definitely tell like that was still tight um, from that first season there. Um, and then later on in that season, Sean meets um, Angela. There's that no, that's episode. that's later. Sean meets um, uh, Riley's. Is it, Friend. Riley's friend. friend uh, friend's mom. Maya. Maya, yeah. Maya's yes. mom, who Maya's kind of like the Sean of the show, uh, but uh, Sean meets her mom, who's also single, and so they start developing a, a relationship at that point. And so Sean becomes a semi-regular. He shows up he every He directs like 18 episodes. He directs a lot of the episodes, but like yeah, he doesn't actually appear in that many, but he... The episodes he does show up, they are very important They're very to good. the storyline. Yes. It, it also closes Sean's like, story, story arc. Absolutely. It does. And you get more closure. If you want more closure on some of the characters, you get that in Girl Meets World. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of skip some of like... Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of... Disney acting. Yes, there's a ton of that. Then you get into the second season, uh, Mr. Squirrel. You get to see Mr. Squirrels again. Yes, he Mayor makes an appearance. Um, and then you run into uh, Angela comes back. She does, and you you find out. Sean finds out if there's anything left over between them, and yeah. Angela is actually getting married. Um, no, it's she's trying to have children, or she's deciding whether she should be a mother. Yes. Well, she, she, I just watched she, it. So oh, that's, okay. That's the issue. She has the wedding ring. She got married. You find out her father dies. Yes. And she's looking for someone that knows her. And she goes to Sean. And Sean goes, you know you'd be a great mom. I don't know why. You know. Yeah. You need to ask. And she gets the confirmation so she can move forward. So, and you get closure on that story. Because that, that, that story definitely yeah. does not get resolved in Boy Meets World. It, so it that was great. dangles there. It's um, mentioned, but... Then you got Mr. Squirrel goes to Washington. That's the one where you see Tommy comes back. Oh, um, I had no clue. And you see, you're like, that is Tommy. Yeah, that's the same little kid. Um, uh, you see Minkus from season one. Yes. He comes back because he is the father to one of the main characters, Sparkle. Yes. Sparkle. Um, and you and his mom is one of Sean's ex-girlfriends. The really mean one. The really mean one from who, the, the first girlfriends club. Yes, and she she actually like in the Boy Meets World episode she forbids Sean from hanging out with Corey, and so like Corey and Sean have this like secret meetups and all that. Oh, I love the library scene. Yeah, the library scene like. like I got you this muffin. He's like, oh, you shouldn't have. It's <laughs> like a love affair between two best friends. And then, in the ne- uh, let's see here, they go to the same ski lodge that Corey. Oh, yes. Do they know? And they run into her son. And she tries to get with <laughs> Riley. Yes. Oh, great. And then she gives Corey a message from her mom. 
Oh no! And like there was just like funny little liners. I think he's all like, "Nothing good happens in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good happens." That's always the thing. And then Sean and uh, Maya's mom they get married. Get married. Um, Mr. Feeney's there. Mr. Feeney is alive. After the first episode, they make you think is Mr. Feeney dead. He's alive. But he does. You do see him later on in the series. He officiates the the wedding. He does the Sean's wedding. So. And there are a few others, like Harley Kiner. He comes in. He's the janitor. He's the janitor. He's uh, a good guy, though. He is. He's, he's, he's come back, you know. He calls Corey Baboon again. He's like, I told you to stop. Call me that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, and then you see Mr. Turner. He comes back. He, he comes back for a few episodes. Yes. So. But, yeah. That, those are kind of the references there. So, if you need more Boy Meets World, you go to Girl Meets World, and you get... Glimpses of it. Yes. And Jack makes an appearance. He in does. There, and you get a little bit more closure. He looks super skinny in that. Like, he looks. He's not the same. He's not Mr. 6% body fat no. working out, <laughs> tan. Yeah, he, he looks different. And so uh, it's still good. And they mention Rachel. And, and you get a little bit more story with that. And, you know, I think we've reached the end. There's a long so. journey. Yeah. Very long. Um, nostalgia trip on the J5th train and it was fun we, we've reached our end uh as you can tell huge impact on our life and you can still relate to it as an adult and um there were so many episodes that we wanted to get to but we've already gone really i'm sure long there's long. a podcast about boy Beast oh World. i'm sure there and is. Analyze yes. everything and so um i'm surprised one of us has not named one of our children after one of the characters in this show that's not to say i haven't tried <laughs> <laughs> Topanga! Topanga. why well, i don't have a girl yet yeah. <laughs> it's true um so thank you for listening to this podcast let us know what your favorite episodes please are. just write yeah. down a funny line that you like the feeny doll um, or, when, or when Eric had put create a Cory doll when he was at oh, Disney World. Yes. That was great. And that Mr. Feeney's like, why did you stuff your brother in the locker? <laughs> just moments that we didn't mention, bring up, so that way we could all just share and laugh in it. Um, again, the show has great moments. And if you watch TGIF as a kid, you'll really appreciate um, listening to this and, and sharing the different um, podcasts. And also share this uh, podcast with people that you know that like Boy Meets World. Or... Uh, like TGIF because they certainly watched the show. It had an effect on a generation. Generation. In fact, yes. There is an episode in Girl Meets World where uh, Topanga talks about how, like, I wonder how many relationships we've ruined with the idea of a Corey and Topanga relationship. Oh gosh! <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, so please follow us on social media. Um, we got Facebook. We've got Instagram. We've got YouTube. And then we've got nothing our, else. Our email. Email. Yeah, we have yeah. that too. <laughs> we <laughs> we got an email. 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 Yeah, emails. Anything. Um, and uh, with that being said, our journey is concluded. And until then, a feedazine. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the Matterhorn Yodelers. Please remember, before your bobsled comes to a complete stop, to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And remember... Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. <laughs>